Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Man, you're rocking with your boys at Dead End Hip Hop. It's your boy FIFO and Ken. If you didn't know, now you know. We're doing 365 reviews. So that means all of 2021, you're going to get an audio review from me and Ken. If you would like to support me and Ken, make sure that you drop something at our Cash App. That's dollar sign Dead End Hip Hop. Also, if you don't have Cash App, you can do it via PayPal, deadinhiphop at gmail.com. Make sure that you hashtag DE365 so that way we know it's for me and Ken. Griselda Week. Boop, boop. No, I'm not even going to do it this time. Um, This is the last one, man. This is the last one ending Griselda Week. It's Manger on McNichols, Boldy James, and Sterling Tolls. Um, 2020 was a very eventful year for Boldy Ken. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he dropped three projects in 2020. That's Real Bad Boldy, The Price and Tea in China, which made my top 10, and the Versace tape that we um, reviewed earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one, Mangron McNichols. Um, out of all of them, this is the most different. And for obvious reason, the, 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 the producer... Uh, Sterling Tolls is completely different from anything else that Boldy has rapped on. He's an electronic producer. Oh, is he? Yep. Interesting. I would have never thought electronic because, but it, but, but Freddie did the same thing, remember? You said who? Freddie Gibbs. With who? Uh, oh, Machine Drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that one, with that one track. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He sure did. So I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Yeah, electronic very well people could be coming over and producing for hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But yeah, man, the way this joint starts with Medusa, I'll put it to you like this, Ken. This, the, the intro track didn't set me up for what the rest of this was going to sound like. Because the rest of this project sounds nothing like Medusa. It gets more and more distorted. 100%. Yep. Yep. Very herky jerky, very high luxury artistic West Side Gunnish. Mm-hmm. And there's one song um, like Mommy Dearest. Man. Like, bruh, like this was, it, it even had a lot of jazz influence. You you, you you, know what it made me think of? You know, the jazz artists, and, and you, you know me, bro. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not in tune with jazz like that. But when they do, like scat and stuff like that, yeah. That's what Boldy sounded like. Like, like in a good way, mm-hmm. because it's like he matched Sterling Tolls. And and it was very artistic. It was very jazzy. It was, you know, with the flutes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, damn, Boldy. Like, this to me, when we talk about artists challenging themselves, this is the epitome of that. Yeah. And you're, uh, man, I, it's a it's a crime we didn't do this on the channel. Yep. That, I'll yep. say that first. I, I had no idea what I was in for. Looking at the cover art, I should have known. The cover art really matches this. And mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, this I, this thought just hit me when we were talking. And, and what you said triggered it, like, the intro track 
didn't set you up for Ooh. what to expect. But the more and more we get into this this album, the more and more personal he gets and the 100. more in pain you hear. And I wonder if the production intentionally kind of matched like how he was feeling emotionally. Um, so I have to go back and listen to it, man. But I fucking love this fucking album. I this shit too. is... I'm 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 gonna get like the millennials, man. This shit a fucking classic, bro. Like this shit is fucking man, bro. This I shit. I don't know if I can name it a classic, <laughs> but but it's damn good, Ken. It's, it's, I'm not gonna go that far with you, but it is damn man. good, and it's way different than anything Boldy's done. Yep. And and there is a like a little skit where he's talking about um um where like somebody, I guess a manager or a producer, or some. Kept telling Boldy like you got to get more personal. It, Sterling, it was the producer. It was Sterling, Sterling told. Yep. He said Sterling told him that. Yep, yep. And he said every time I got more personal, my music got darker and mm-hmm. darker. And I didn't even know this that he lost a set of twins in a car. I didn't know that either. Yeah, man. I I think the thing, man, like the production alone mm-hmm. is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. But when you match it with the things that Boldy w- was saying, it accentuates and amplifies it like tenfold. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there playing Madden and every time I look over, I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? Mm -hmm. And I was just blown away and pleasantly surprised and proud that Bodie would try something so seemingly out of the box for him. You know, this, this producer, I actually had to look him up because I was just so enamored with what he did here and how chaotic it was, it, it's, it's very reminiscent of Ornette Coleman, like experimental mm. jazz. Like mm-hmm. nothing's ever really in place, but it is in place. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what I like. And and Mommy Dearest, man, Mommy Dearest and Got Flicked uh, are two extremely songs, but from the Save Mommy Dearest, Birth of Bold, I think that's when you, you really have Boldy at his best. Um, BB Butcher was fucking dope, mm-hmm. but Mommy Dearest, he had a lot of Tupac like um, lines on here, references on here with some of the things he was saying. But Mommy Dearest is like his version of Dear Mama. Yep, and I also like how the safe goes into Mommy Dearest too. Mm-hmm. There's not a stop. Nope, it just nope. flows right into it. Yep, yep. But he was like, yeah, man. It's just like, uh, and then part of that was from a uh, Biggie, you know, um, uh, Ready to Die. Um, I wish you would have had a fucking abortion. Mm-hmm. And I think because, um, you know, you heard the, the guy ask if you, your mom ever heard anything. Mm-hmm. And and this was a song. And that, that song was was getting to me because I'm like, damn, man, talking about gifts and stuff he couldn't get. And, man, it was it, it, it's a very, very powerful song, man. And I think this album is criminally slept on. And if I would have heard this last year, it would have been in my top five easy. Mm top five easy i don't know what made my i can't even remember man we do so many albums i don't even i can't even remember what, what was my number one but i felt like this would have been competing for it yeah so I, I listened to it last year i didn't have it in my top because it's it's not it's i didn't revisit it a lot mm-hmm. even though i thought it was a great piece of work um it just there was so much great hip-hop in 2020 that i and I like Price of Tea in China more than this. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it just had more replay value. But again, it's 
but I, I personally think it's just because I, I don't have like a jazz ear. Like that's not what yeah. fucks me up. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying? So so I can appreciate the art form and how he really pushed himself. Mm-hmm. You listen to any other fucking Boldy James project, bro. It does not sound like this at all. Nope. This is this is the anomaly for his catalog. You know what I'm saying? And he did it amazingly. But it was just personally didn't have replay value, but it was an amazing project. Yep. Birth of Bold, how uh, the Aaliyah sample. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was another one, man. That that shit was fucking dope. Detroit River Rock. Is that the one, bro? There was one where he where this guy used the soul singer, bro. That, that guitar, yeah. And, and, and Detroit River Rock, Ken. Oh yeah, man. Detroit bruh. River Rock, Bruh. Man, that the producer man just he he laced this motherfucker, mm-hmm. man. Where's the one that had, like, it sounded like the Dells or somebody singing? Like, you don't hear drums until almost a minute and 20-some seconds into this damn track. Or maybe, hold on, a little bit earlier. Like, a minute in. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know, man. Like, like this project is really good. Um, B.B. Butcher, I agree with you. Yeah, that's it. B.B. Butcher, that's the one. Yep. Yep, that's the one. That shit was, that was the first one that caught me because... I can't quote the title of the song. Now I'm having one of your moments. But every time I would hear it, I would want to sing it because I <laughs> I know the song in and out. Mm. But uh, the way he flipped that, and then he used other parts of different soul records to make a fucking track. This yeah. thing, man, I, we'll be back after this quick break. St. Jude treats children across the country and around the world, regardless of color, creed, or financial capability, because they're committed to love and care for their neighbors. Join me in helping St. Jude give every child with cancer the chance they deserve to survive. Together, we can save more lives. Call now to become a partner in hope. 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. The middle of next month. That was dope too. Like that, that was very um how you said there's nothing in place, but it's in place. Mm-hmm. That was the the, the the epitome of that. Because when I heard it, I felt that the the, the production was too all over the place for Boldy. Because Boldy, even though he commands your attention with mm-hmm. how deep his voice is, he still it, it's it's not gritty enough, mm-hmm. like like a Jada kiss. Uh, so so sometimes I feel like he can get lost in the production. And I think he, I think intentionally he feels or sounds like he's part of the beat, but it was dope. Like you didn't lose him, even though you got the sample and you got the fucking percussions hitting and you got all of this shit happening. But it's like it, because those instruments are a little bit louder than Bodhi mm-hmm. or as loud as Bodhi it makes you focus on Boldy. Yeah, I mean, Boldy, in essence, become an, becomes another instrument for toes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there were some tracks on here um, where, you know, I think they actually turned his, made him deeper. They actually mm-hmm. did an effect on his voice, too. I can't remember which one it was, but, um, but yeah, man, I, I, I think, um, I, th- I think people really need to hear Mommy Dearest, man. 
Um, like I think the people really need to listen to what this guy's saying. I don't this thing just really went slept on all of la- last year. Um, but I, I think it's one of the most beautiful, <laughs> introspective, chaotic albums I've heard in a very long time. You know, you know what that that, that sounds like a dope artist from Detroit. Chaotic city. Yeah. A whole bunch of personal shit is more than likely going to happen to you if you are from the streets. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get it. Um, it, it, it like you said, man, it was, it was a beautiful marriage because outside looking in, you wouldn't think that this would work. But Boldy, like it really pulls something out of Boldy. Mm-hmm. It had like no other project really has, like not in its entirety like that. You know, so... I, Great fucking project, Ken. Great fucking project, man. I agree with you. It is slept on. And just even revisiting it now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, damn, did I like it this much? Like, why Why didn't I listen to this more? But then when I started playing it in the car, I'm like, this is why I don't play it that much. Because you can bump it in the whip, but <laughs> but, it, but it don't have that like type of, you know what I'm saying, that knock or that that presence, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Um, for, for whip music like that. But... Again, dope project. I love it, but it doesn't have replay value in the car for me. I feel you. I and yeah, it's and it's just the some of the style of music you're into, like mm-hmm. you said earlier about jazz, where it's easy. Like it, it sounds beautiful to me in the car. Like you know, once again, I was just driving here and I was just just lost in in the music and what he was saying. Um, you know, and I just never imagined Boldy James would do an experimental album, mm-hmm. an experimental hip-hop album. Uh, it just didn't seem like something that would be in his wheelhouse, but he 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 pulled it off with Manger on, on Matt Nichols, man. And I, Manger has, Matt Nichols has to be like Matt, Matt Nichols Street. Uh, maybe, that's, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a street he, he was, uh, he was, he was, he was born on. Cause you know, Manger is the whole thing that, that Jesus, uh, well, from the Bible and stuff. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You got favorite tracks on here, Ken? I know you do. Yep. Mommy Dears is by far one of my favorite tracks. Get Flicked, uh, Birth of Bold, um, BB Butcher. Uh, damn. Um, let's see. Do I want Requiem or give me Detroit River Rock? <laughs> So for me, give me Medusa, give me Welcome to 76, give me Detroit River Rock, give me Middle of Next Month, give me Mommy Dearest. Yeah. Yeah, man. Griselda Week, this is how we ended it with Boldy James. You guys wanted us to do it. Classic. We did it. Hey, it's a classic for Ken. Hey, it is what it is. It's a classic for Ken. But we appreciate the support, man. Um, Look, because you're here. And you've rocked with us on Griselda Week, and it's been a tremendous success. I'm going to announce it to y'all. It hasn't even been solidified, but I'm solidifying it right now. The month of April, I'm not sure what week we will do it. This week just in March, it just happened. The first was on a Monday, so we just kind of, we went with it. So it may not be the first week of April, but a week in April, we will do Jay-Z Week. Mr. Sean Carter himself. There's so many projects that Jay-Z has released that we have not reviewed. 
as a group or a duo as me and Ken. Um, the only ones that we've done on the channel are 444, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and Watch the Throne. So you already know the big bulk of Jay-Z's projects have not been reviewed on any dead and hip hop entity. So it is my birth month. It's also BZ's birth month. We both love them. Hopefully I can get BZ and or Rod on a couple of these uh, Jay-Z reviews. So it is what it is, but we are definitely going to do Jay-Z in the month of April. Jay-Z is going to have his own week. Um, if you got any Jay-Z fans out there, any Jay-Z stands like me, um, send them this review. So that way they know that Jay-Z week is coming. Um, but even if they're not a Jay-Z fan, man, any person that you know that's in your circle or coworker or whoever the hell, send them a review, man. You fuck with us. I'm pretty sure they'll fuck with us, too. Again, we appreciate the support. If you would like to donate monetarily, we got Cash App and PayPal. Make sure you hashtag DE365 so that way me and Ken know that you are supporting the 2021 movement. A review a day. We are not stopping. Jay-Z's on the way in April. I got bars. Um, but yeah, man, Griselda Week, man. We appreciate you guys. We out. Peace. Peace.